Welcome to the Trelongo Track, your weekly peek behind the curtains of what it's like to be an entrepreneur, a mom, and a woman who seems to be doing all the things. Spoiler alert, she's not. I'm your host, Gianna Trelongo, and we are talking the good, the bad, and everything in between. Nothing is off limits. Plus, I'll be giving you tangible strategies to use in your online business to help you grow and scale without being chained to your phone 24-7, because nobody really wants that. So let's jump into the episode. Let's talk today about setting boundaries on social media. This is a super fun topic to talk about. I love boundaries. And I'll be honest with you, I'm really good about setting boundaries with pretty much everybody except my own dang self. (laughs) I don't know if you're like me, but so today we're going to talk about setting boundaries on social media with potential clients, with current clients, and with yourself. And I'll be honest, I have the most things to say about setting boundaries with yourself because I really think that's where it starts. And like I said, that's what I struggle with the most. So for me, it is what I have the most experience with. So I mean, honestly, setting boundaries is incredibly important because if we don't set boundaries, that's how we burn out. If we don't set boundaries with our clients, we become resentful. If we don't set boundaries with ourselves, then we're just putting too much on our plate or we're being distracted. We're not getting the things done that we need to do. And so boundary setting, especially as an online business owner who lives with your phone in your hand, it has to be a non-negotiable. So let's get into kind of the first section where we're going to talk about potential clients. So to me, potential clients are people that may one day work with you. And this is for if you're talking with them on social media. There's two, there's really just one piece, I'll be honest, is there has to be a cap on how much free advice you give. And one of my business mentors, Nina, she taught me this Yes, you want to give value. Yes, you want to show up for them. But you always have to turn the conversation around to giving them a little bit of an answer to their question, but then saying, this is something I coach people on when they work with me one-on-one. Or this is something that you get access to even more information around this in my program X, Y, and Z. Otherwise, if you're just constantly answering people's questions in the DMs, they're not going to buy from you. And let me tell you that I really struggled with this about a year into my business where I just wanted to provide all the value that all the gurus told me I needed to provide. But I was basically coaching people for free in the DMs. And there's a line. There has to be a line or else why would people ever pay to work with you? So this is a great time to direct them to your freebies, your opt-ins, your blog, podcast episode, your Facebook group, your even sending them specific posts that you've already created so that they can review them. This is really, really important to do. Otherwise, and this is what Nina always would say, is you get stuck in the friend zone. 
you're giving away the milk for free as the old school saying is, why would they ever buy the cow? I can't believe I just said that saying, but that's literally what came to my mind. It's kind of true. I don't like when it's used to talk about other things, but you get what I'm saying, right? You're following along. All right, so let's talk about with current clients. This is setting boundaries with current clients on social media. There's other ways to set boundaries with them, but that's a topic for another day. So from day one of working with a client, you need to set the expectations of where to contact you about what and when. So for me, like if I'm working with somebody one-on-one, we do all of our business conversations in Voxer. And so if they start contacting me in the DMs on Instagram about business stuff, I am always going to redirect them to post it in Voxer, especially it's if if it's happening in the evenings or in the weekends. Just because I'm on Instagram and enjoying my freedom of the scroll does not mean I need to be responsible for answering your business questions outside of the hours that we agreed on. Now, if one of my clients wants to chat with me in the DMs on a Wednesday night about The Bachelor or about mom life stuff or share something funny with me, that's fine. 100% fine, but I make it very clear from day one what should be an email, what should be in Voxer, what should be maybe in the comments section of a group program. You have to set that standard from day one. And then it's your responsibility to stick to them and and to direct them where they need to be. Hey girl, like I hear your question. I need you to post this in Voxer so that I can properly answer it tomorrow. Or hey, yeah, I looked at your reel, but I need you to post this in the group and I'll look at it tomorrow when my eyes are fresh. Like at the end of the day, from a personal standpoint, nobody wants my opinion or advice at 8 p.m. at night because I am tired and my brain is barely working. So just as much as as it's for you to protect your own sanity, you also can't give your best strategy advice coaching when you're burnt out. So set those standards immediately. It also really helps, again, to make sure that you aren't building up resentment with your clients. So this is another example that I had to do, and I hate that I waited so long to do it. So Voxer is what I use with my one-on-one clients, and you have to Or you can send essentially as long as a voice note as you want. It's not like Instagram where you can only send a minute and then it cuts you off. Vox or you can send 20-minute voice notes. And I have had one-on-one clients that would send me 14, 15, 18-minute voice notes. That's not the purpose of Voxer. And again, from a coaching perspective – In listening to an 18-minute Voxer, first of all, we might as well just get on a call. And second of all, I cannot actively, appropriately, fully answer the questions that you're throttling off to me in your 18-minute stream of conscious Voxer. And I finally had to go back and change all of my rules on Voxer and ask people to keep their messages under three minutes so that I could really listen in, answer what they were asking for each specific message. So that's a real life example of what happens. 
So let's talk about boundaries with social media and yourself. Again, this is something that for me has been the biggest time suck is not having boundaries on my social media. And I've gotten leaps and bounds better about it. And I'm going to share how. It's still something I struggle with every once and again where I'm like, all of a sudden I look, I'm like, what am I doing? Why was I on my phone for 15 minutes? Um, So one of the best things that you can do is for me, I really curate my feed. I only follow people that make me feel happy. I don't want to follow people that make me compare myself to them, that make me feel crappy or annoyed or just frustrated. I've had to unfollow people that inquired about working with me and then for whatever reason decided not or that did work with me and actively didn't follow anything that I taught them. And again, that's fine. Like I can only do what I can do. But for my own sanity, and this is super transparent for me to share this with you, I had to unfollow them because I would open up and I would see what they're doing and I would get so frustrated because I just want to help them that I would feel some type of way. So I had to unfollow them. I also am very cautious about following news or news sources or super niched Instagram accounts that are talking about politics because it doesn't make me feel good. I don't want that to pop up on my feed. I want to actively search for the information when I'm in an appropriate headspace to look for it. So my feed is very curated to things that make me happy pretty much all the time. So that's a boundary to set with yourself first and foremost. Second, I take at least one day off a week where I am not creating anything. There are no stories. There are no posts. There's no following up in the DMs. There's nothing. Now, I'm not saying that it means I never scroll a little bit, but for the most part, I'm 100% off of social media at least one day a week. The other thing that I do that really helps set boundaries is I set a timer for engagement. And engaging outwardly on Instagram and on social media in general is something that's very important to help grow your account and to just remind your followers that you're around. But engagement is something that for me, I could go down the rabbit hole and spend three hours doing it and feel very much not accomplished and very frustrated. So I set a timer for engagement about 10 to 15 minutes a day. And this is something that I talk about in my engagement workshop that I have. Um, I'll link it below, but you can grab it. That'll walk you through like exactly how I do engagement, why it's important, a couple different sampling schedules on how to do it. So if you're like, I don't even know how to do engagement at all, go check it out. It's linked in the show notes. But I set a timer so it's only 10 or 15 minutes a day versus 90 minutes of going down the rabbit hole like it used to be for me. And then the other thing that I use, which my friend Kara turned me on to and I have become obsessed, it's absolutely worth the paid version, is the app Opal. And the app Opal is an app that allows you to block apps on your phone. And it's super customizable. So you can do different groupings of apps 
So I have like a social media grouping. I have a business grouping where I will block all my social media and my email and my boxer. And then I have an all the distracting things, I call it, grouping where it's social media, email, it's my digital to-do list, it's all the games on my phone, it's like a deep focused. And then you can also choose the length that you want to block. You can set up a schedule. So like I have it set up for family time where every day from 5.30 to 7.30, it locks me out of everything distracting because that's when my kids come home from school. We're making dinner. It's the bedtime routine. And then on Fridays, I actually automatically block all social media, Voxer, email, to-do list from 9 a.m. till 2 p.m. because Friday is like my get down creative day or it's a personal day. So it's super customizable. You can also choose the focus level. So so unlike the screen time or the app blocker that comes with the iPhone, this one has something called deep focus and you cannot override it. It's actually once or twice it's been frustrating to me, but you can't override it. You have to wait until it expires. There's no button that lets you get into Instagram or skip over or take a break or anything. And that's what makes it honestly amazing. It is, I could ramble on and on. It is brought down my screen time and my aimless scrolling drastically. It's so fantastic and I have a code for a 30-day trial that I will pop in the show notes as well if it's something that you're interested in trying because to me it's worth every penny because maybe this is just me but I know a lot of other people do it. I, I chronically pick up my phone almost like a tick. It's out of habit. I don't even want to look at my phone. I just pick it up. Like at night I will block my phone or I'll put it in the other room because a commercial will come on and I'll just pick up my phone. I don't even want to look at it. So it's really helping me break that negative habit. So those are all of the boundaries with potential clients, with current clients, and with yourself and little tips and tricks on how to set them. If you try them out, I would love to know how it goes. Take a screenshot or share this episode to your Instagram stories. Tag me. Tell me that you're going to try to set some of these boundaries. And then don't forget to check out the Opal app, which is linked in the show notes, and my engagement workshop, which is also linked in the show notes. And I'll see you in the next episode. Can't wait.